Fab Radio International dot com. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle light years ahead of its time. An epic of heroes and villains and aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m. until 10 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce, and Mr. Chris Hayes. Hello there. We're the publisher and editor in chief of Starburst Magazine, the world's longing, longing, fucking, why can't I do the tagline properly any week? What is it? I didn't even get to the bit I get wrong then. <laughs> right, the world's longest running magazine of fantastic fun. Fuck this. The world's longest... Can you say it, please? The world's longest-running magazine of fantastic films and television. Look, don't worry about it. No one will <sighs> No one will notice. Woeful. I don't know. Don't worry. No, it's I'm fine. You know, it's just I'm as just, smooth as ever. I'm trying to get on with it. Anyway, we're here. It's us. Yes. And we, we talk about genre, TV, movie, films. Not pet care, unfortunately. On occasion. Well, accidentally, yeah. It's it's not it's it's not covered in the magazine though. That is it. No, not, you know, not often. No. Not unless it's um, how how to train your dragon or something like that. Yeah, you know, but you can yeah. get away with certain things. You we might, did a we feature might... on uh, Super Pets once. All the uh, Wonder Woman's horse. Yeah, yeah. His, no, his his dog. That's good. Dogs. Yeah. Well, I remember having a lot of rousy people on this show over all these Super Pets because I was quite pro them. And I don't find them that crazy because, I mean, Superman, why wouldn't he have a Kryptonian dog that would have Kryptonian powers? I get he's wearing a cape and it's a bit much. And then there's, you know, there's other, the Supergirl had to keep up. So Supergirl got streaky, the super cat. Yeah. Right. So she had a cat. Cause, yeah. cause, so Superman, Superboy had a dog, Crypto. So they had to give her a pet. So she had a, a, a cat streaky, but I don't think he was Kryptonian. He had some superpowers, but he wasn't Kryptonian. Who had the monkey? I don't know who had a fucking monkey. Not, not. There was definitely a monkey knocking around. No, Detective Chimp is. is oh, a I know person. him. Yeah, yeah. Um, April and the Ape. There's there was an ape. Yeah, but I don't know who Hit had monkey. a sidekick. Hit monkey. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think anyone had a side a pet monkey. 
because most monkeys in these comic books that we read talk, they, they, don't they? Let's face it. Um, but I'll tell you what was dodgy. I mean, we've gone pretty much off topic straight away. The, uh, so after she got streaky, they give her a horse as well. Yeah. Comet, the super horse. Yeah. You heard about this, though. What, what, what happened? Bit? Well, I mentioned, the, I mentioned the horse just just before. Oh. When we introduced this segment they, on, they, on they pets. They have a relationship. They don't. They do. No. He's a fucking person <laughs> turned into a horse. He's a, he's a person turned into a horse, right? Um, they did very similar thing with Monkey, the TV show. They, they, you remember Trippy Tark is always on that white horse, yeah? Yeah. Um, no, I don't remember. Yeah. Well, you know the the Tapioca, bald, the bald. No. The, the, he's supposed to be a boy priest that monkeys looking after and pigsy and all that. Yeah, it's been and it's a girl. Seventies when I last saw it. Oh, for God's sakes! You've, you're printing a fucking magazine that covers all of this. There's been pictures of monkey in in the mag. There was a new series well, of Monkey yes. on Netflix. It's in its second season. I don't know the dude on the horse. It's not Sue there. Me. There, there. You see, there. You see. That's the bit. It's not. It was always a, a very attractive, uh, bald-headed model, woman. The horse? No, God's sake! On all fours. Tripitaka, the monk, the priest that they're looking after to get the scriptures to India. Yeah, on the horse. Yeah. Yep. It's a female actress. Yeah, female right. actress. Yes. And for some reason, she was playing a bloke. Called Trippy Tarka. Right. Okay. And I'd never understood why. I thought it was some panto holdover, you know, how they just swap genders for no reason. For, right, they okay. think it's amusing and funny, which I don't think it is Very these days. For the 70s, um, that, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, Danny LaRue and all that. Yeah. I didn't seem that weird to me, but I knew, I knew something was off. I knew it was a girl anyway. So the horse, they come into the second season and they decided, I know, we need another new character to freshen the show up yeah so out of nowhere first episode of the second season they're just walking around and then the horse just trots off just a little bit ahead and then uh, just turns into a bloke and goes oh god it's been hard work carrying him on me back all this way you know and uh, then he's just him then and every now and again he changes back into a horse but horse okay. was a character then right yeah so you're saying and it's the same thing with supergirl that that horse turned out to be a bloke and then she started to have a relationship with the bloke. But when the bloke turned back into the comet, the super horse, it's still him. That's all I'm saying. So I, it never showed you her doing anything with a horse when he wasn't in human form. But, I mean, she's going to have the same emotions, isn't she? I mean, you can't just shut off because the person you love has changed into another form. You'd st- you wouldn't just go, oh, I can't stand you. Now you've got a, a mane and a, and a massive giant horse cock. <laughs> would, would, would she? In fact, I think she'd probably find the fucking horse cock quite good. I saw a documentary God, once. I wish I could undo that. Is that. Should that make it into the fucking iTunes, this? That bit? What, the podcast version? With the, what I just said about it's, her, because I'm talking about a teenage girl. Well, I didn't know that nobody... I forgot probably, she was 17, yeah, in it. I forgot she was... She's young, isn't she? Supergirl in the comics. I don't know. Oh, fuck, she's 15. Right, you know, it's... You know, oh, it's every, terrible, isn't it? The, the longer you go on, this is just getting worse and worse. No, I forgot she was 15. I, I forgot that she was 15. that over everyone's heads. I forgot she was 15. Right. So, so, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, that actually defends what I'm saying. But was she having a relationship with the... 
I don't look for it. I don't know. I didn't write it. I wasn't there. I wasn't even alive when those comics were written. These were written in the 50s, these. You know. You publish a magazine, you should know. I know. I, I, I forgot she was young anyway. You forget, because now she's she's slightly older than that, isn't she, in like the TV show? Yes. Yeah, well, she's, yeah, you she's know. She's in her late 20s, I should imagine. Oh. Melissa. Well, Melissa Benoist, if yes. you're listening, I'm sorry, he's an asshole. I know that you're not in your late 20s. But or you weren't when the show started. Maybe he's right. How old? I thought she was about twenty-two. Get out of well, town. not now because the show whiplash. was on six. She, the, 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 the show was on for six years, so probably you are right now. But you were thinking of when she first started, and she was not thirty. Well, I'm thinking of Whiplash. Whiplash. Yeah, that was her debut movie, wasn't it? I've forgotten. Forgotten. Can't remember her in it. This is the worst start to a show. It's crap, isn't it? Ever. It is. So it's yeah, really good. Light in the mood with some... Uh, I've got a um, a documentary recommendation yes. based on what you were just saying then. Oh, yeah. It's called Zoo. Yeah. And it's about a guy. It's a true story. Are you guy. sure? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It's about a guy uh, who uh, he bled out after having sex with a horse and uh, died, unfortunately. But then they started to investigate what you know how, how this came to be and whatnot, and they found a ring of uh, not his ring, a ring Good of God of uh, of people that would fly in all over the world yeah. to uh, lay with horses at this at this ranch. The owners had no idea, no idea what was going on. So they'd they'd go away on holiday and they'd leave the uh, ranch hand that they've uh, that they've recruited to look after him. But he was running this uh, clandestine. Yeah, ring of of. Ooh, that's gross. Right, is oh, so this is back now, is it? Yes. The chrysanator. Yes, you can hear it. You'll hear it through their headphones. Right, but it's going through. We got it back. The chrysanator's back to help Chris get get you know get on track. Get through a show. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Okay. Yeah, I ain't putting clothes on. Right, okay. Didn't you all remember that no, one, No, I do don't. You? No, I don't remember no. any of them. No. The you, that's you. gross one. I've got vague recollections of you using it like 20 times per episode. But you know I'm right. You know, you know I'm... You this know has been I'm. about six years or something. Oh, no. Well, you know, you know it's a good... You know that I'm all... You know that, it's, you know that I've got, got a good idea bringing this back. You're always going to be right. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. I agree. You're completely 100% right. How brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, God. I'll tell you what, Mike. I think we should tell people... Fan wank. I think we should tell people where they can email in. Oh, yes. Studio at fabradiointernational.com. Some people have emailed in. Do you want to go for a quick yeah, break to let's... calibrate, or do you want no, to... No, I'm all right. We're good. Do you want to crack on? Let's do a few emails, okay. and that'll lead us into the break, Great. and then we can we can you get, know, get, get, get all sorted out, because, you know... Save it for later. You know what I mean? Right, evening lads, this is from Lewis Edwards, and he hey. said, he's saying, hey, this was before the show started, this, this was sent, see? You lot, you're getting better, you're getting Brilliant, better, we're man. getting you trained now, they're coming in earlier. Awesome. So, saw Lola last night, I saw the review, I haven't seen that, but I read the review in our fine publication. Mm. As featured in the latest issue of Starburst, cracking yes. little watch, rare thing of standalone sci-fi film, non-franchise, getting a cinema release, yes. Mm. However... 
I'm hoping that if this superhero fatigue is a real thing and that's sort of on the wane, that sci-fi, is that the next thing to get a resurgence? Because there's not been many big, massive sci-fi blockbusters for a while, have they? And uh, we could certainly use some. It's about two sisters in World War II, Lola is, uh, who build a machine which intercepts TV and radio signals up to the 70s from the future. And the effect their knowledge has on world events is in a very engaging what-if story. It's got a playful vibe, pop culture, unexpected dark moments play out a bit like the imitation game through sci-fi lens. Heavy hints of H.G. Wells' Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind, Back to the Future, Doctor Who, it's best subtle CGI uh, using um, World War Two footage repurposed music by Neil Hannon of Divine Comedy, which is a nice bonus primer for his work on the upcoming Wonka film that I'm personally not looking forward to because I got my fingers burnt with my hero, Tim Burton's version, because I really hated it. Is and this still Lewis yes, speaking? It is. He's coming to an end now. No, no. Or was that you? No, that's 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 him. The whole personal being burnt. Oh, no, burnt. that was me adding that in. Yeah, I got burnt. I think that's, Lewis Ding that's an burnt. important distinction. Okay. I understand that. Yeah. I understand that. Okay, carry on. Rubbish. Right. And he says that, uh, read that programme everyone watches. So it is, I don't know, I think he's taking a mickey there because that, that I say that about a lot of stuff that I can't remember. Yeah. Do you remember last week I was saying, that show that everyone watches, and you went, I don't remember, the, but you knew who we meant. Sarah Lancashire. Yeah, Happy, Happy Valley. Valley. Well, you didn't remember last week, so don't... Do- no, you did not. I did. No, you didn't. I can play you the bit. I can play you the bit because I looked at you in desperation and you drew blank. And I I said, well, it's that thing with Sarah Lancashire. Well, I knew she was in Happy Valley. Well, you sa- I asked you your name and you said you don't know. Right. I forgot it. I went blank and you went blank. But no. maybe you misheard who I said. Well, maybe. Well, have a, you, have a listen. It's, it's there. So he said... Yes, it looks rubbish as it's been badly missold as teasy, tea cozy coppers in the trailer. Tea cozy coppers. That's good. Is that a genre? Yeah. I like that very much, Lewis. You need to get that TM'd. And I was nagged into submission to watch it. It's one of the best brutal bits of tally I've seen in years in a non-gratuitous way. It's very funny. Uh, Funny as fuck and had me in a Breaking Bad style Boston crab till it was binged. It's an FX <laughs> co-production and has a strong ensemble cast with Steve Pemberton being notable as a white collar schlub who gets out of his depth and uh, an ill-thought-out criminal scheme. Also reunites George Costigan and Sivan uh, Finneran from Rita Sue and Bob 2, which yes. is nice. Tell Very you what, active. give it a go, and if you don't like it, I'll pay your licence fee for your terms and conditions. Apply available <laughs> on request at the correspondence discretion. My email may have been hacked to keep up the good work. <laughs> um, yeah, I... You see, I'll issue a guarantee today, and he says Happy Valley is an AMC co-production. All right. So he's suggesting we watch that. Yes. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do it on his recommendation. All right, I'll he's, do... he's rarely wrong. Okay, I'll watch it, but I'm going to be watching it with somebody else and she won't be very happy with you, Lewis, and, and you know that you will get to see her at the next film festival. So I hope you're right about this, you know, because on occasion I've had some bad experiences. I remember when I took her to see Antichrist and... I, I thought I'd, I'd have to take her out on a stretcher at the end of that. But she's not a big fan of all this um, horror stuff, unfortunately. It's not horror. Antichrist is. 
No, but Happy Valley isn't. No, but I, d- I know that. She's not a fan of all this she's horror stuff. Fan- I know, but, but you know, she's not, she's not a fan horror. of horror stuff, not all this horror stuff, because that would mean him lumping that in. And that, w- that wouldn't be very good, would it? You know? Oh. It's okay. a pile of fucking shit. Puts a commercial. Oh, that's not very fair, is it? I wonder if people know when it is and isn't you. What do you think? I don't know. I've not heard the audio. Give me a drum of oil and hold my shirt. Don't. Didn't even hear that. Grab a grab a drum of oil and hold my shirt. <laughs> I'll turn it up a bit more. I'm trying not no, to get any feedback. Don't worry about it. Anyway. Darren Potter, I emailed last week. Another suggestion would be classic hymns or Russian music. Like what you do. Good show. Right. Thank you, sir. The problem is, you, you like what we do. We talk about films and TV shows. And we talk about films and TV shows every week at 8 o'clock until 10 o'clock on a Wednesday for two hours. We talk about films and TV shows. And why would why would we start going on about classic hymns? I I, I'm just saying. I'm, got, look, I'm not knocking people who are emailing it so far. And that was a request. Fucking from hell! Him. So 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 far, they, they, Darren here they're trying to be polite. You know, a lot of people who've emailed in have not been as polite to. He's got classic. He's asked for pet care. A, a segment on pet care. So his dream show would be me and you doing a segment on pet care, followed by some classic hymns and then some Russian music. You That's know, just what what Starburst readers you, want, that, isn't it? You meant to they encourage people mag. to email in, not I did do! Them. I You're did berating do. him! He, do you think that's appropriate? Yes. If he's read the magazine or listened to this show, it's okay to he's ask... He's heard the, the show. Right. It's I ca- don't know if chaos. that's taking the piss or not. I just, I'm not sure. I, I, whether fucking it's you or Wilson sending me this, it's fucking it's not me. I'm here. Oh, I know. Yeah, you're here, aren't you? Oh, oh boy, God, the thing's gone. Wait, wait a minute. It's gone a bit woo woo. Here we go. Oh, right. Got this. Rob Doll. Hi, Mike and Chris. I'm listening while driving home from work. Bit of a long one, so feel free to ignore this email. Oh, I see. This is why you should pre-read them, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Um, I was. Do you remember when I've given personal stuff out, and then at the end, by the way, this is personal. It's not to be read out. Yeah. But I've. I'm I remember in the reading. Manchester Radio Online days. Yeah. We used to have two screens. I used to read some, and you used to read yeah, some. Well, well, can we get that? I'd back? fucking love that. I would love that because this has got them bits in it that make it hard for me to read and you can read them and I can't. You know, when it when it's written on something like a phone and then it, it has weird Euro signs and stuff in there. Anyway, please someone started watching Series 3 of Picard after giving up after, after the two pretty poor series, the first two. Uh, last week's episode did feel like a setup for the final three, but was still enjoyable. Also, it feels like The Mandalorian has finally started to have a direction again. So far, it's been enjoyable, but it didn't feel it was going anywhere. Last Wednesday's episode was a real improvement. Finally watched John Wick all I, for all I can say is, well, I'm a massive Hong Kong action fil- film fan and Donnie Yen always stands out in whatever films he's in, Hong Kong or American. So, um, such a shame stunt work and fight choreography isn't uh, recognised at the Oscars as it is in the Asian industry. It's just as valid as any other Oscar category anyway. I've gone on for too long. Have a good one, Rob. I'm going to be reviewing a film later. We're going to be reviewing Dungeons and Dragons, Honour Amongst Thieves, and I've also seen EO. And there was a problem. This film, EO, is about 
the journey of a donkey, and I'll explain more about it later. But, you know, that didn't get put in for best foreign film. Well, you have to be able to afford it first. In what way? To be considered for best anything, you have to pay a huge amount of money for it to be considered. Do you know that for your consideration? I do not know that. That costs an absolute arm and a leg. Oh, so, a, so a small film like EO, right? Uh, I don't know the uh, distribution company, but they literally probably couldn't afford to gamble Yeah, all that money. Well, no, the reason they didn't put it in is because... It's a Polish movie yes. made with Swedish money and, and facilities. So right. it's a joint Swedish-Polish production, and apparently you can't, that can't be entered well, that's into foreign movie categories. Absurd. You can't say it's from a specific country. If it's got more than one country involved and it's a co-production, you can't put it in. Absolutely. And it's were and and it would have I think it would have been nominated for sure. I think it would have won, but that's I've sort of given away that it's going to be a favourable review. But there's much more to it than that. It won't be a long review, but it'll be it'll be uh, I'll be making you aware of something you might miss out on. Right, a film by Eli Roth. I think on that note we can go and have our well earned break, and I'll sort this out so that you can hear things a little bit better. Starburst Magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of sci-fi, horror, and fantasy. We make Total Film look rubbish. Across the world. 24 hours a day. This is Radio International. Hello and welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And, yeah. What is that? I don't know. It's because I set all this stuff up and we've just ended up with a few tech issues. But we're okay now. We're good. We're, we're, you know, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get over the hill. Definitely. There's no phantom broadcasts happening from under my chair. No. Did you speak to um, the station manager, Paul Ripley, about that? Yeah. What did he say it was? He, he just thought we were numpties. So he thinks it didn't happen? Yeah. It did happen, I heard it. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh well, do you say I didn't, I couldn't hear it at first, but I did hear it yeah. then, anyway. Anyway. There you go. Yeah, right. what are we going to do now? Have we what, got any what? emails? No, not yet. No. But they will come in, you know what it's like, they all come in in big batches, and there are some, there are no. some, there okay. are some, just a, just a minute. Do you want some movie news instead then? I'm not sure what this is. What 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 is this here? Roy Roy right. We will have some movie movie news it's after fine. I get it's after fine. I get you this. Tell me what you Hi, want. We got this email here. It says Roy G. Mikes of Lunar Base Omega Starfall magazine sent from my Mupple M phone. Hi, Mike <laughs> and Chris. My name is Roy Mikes, and along with Mister Cliff Jays are the publisher and editor of Starfall magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of cool shit. On our weekly live podcast on SIG Radio last week, we heard what sounded like another broadcast distinctly being (laughs) played simultaneously, but from another radio station, I dismissed it as an echo from the speakers, but turned out it was a wayward transmission from a parallel universe. So greetings from across the multiverse, Mike and Chris. How are things in your universe? I hope you don't have issues with ex-wives, expensive to run obsolete cars. (laughs) Uh, Obsolete cars. My car is not obsolete. It's all fucking obsolete, my car. So it, it's, it's a classic. 
What, um, what, what car's that? Get, get Lotus Exige. Right. And the Esprit. We've got two Lotuses, and they're, they're not obsolete. They'll never be obsolete. They're timeless. Uh, and an editor that has to rein you in when talking about kiddie fiddling politics or other inappropriate topics, at least your Earth probably doesn't have a franchise called Avatar, as there's no mention <laughs> of it in last week's show. I, I like to moan about it a lot on Earth Prime. Catch up with you soon. Oh, by the way, I did the mentalism uh, act along with you, as I am trying hard to be a mentalist. The object in my hand I pictured was a mupple. I have never heard of an apple in Earth Prime, but they are green and citrusy. Then it sounds like it could be the same thing. Oh. Uh, credit, credit where credit's Greetings, due. Greetings, um, gentlemen. That was uh, well thought out, that That's one. great, isn't it? Especially yeah. on a day like today, which is first contact day. Is that what it is? Yes, first contact day in, uh, in the year 2063, 40 years from now. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, According to Star Trek lore, this is when we will meet the Vulcans for the first time. Oh, is this the, this the, the, the end of first contact? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. I forgot. Oh, yeah. yeah, this is the problem when so you set these Star things Trek within reach, isn't it? First contact day. Oh, yeah. what? For 2063? Yeah, well, when you... Uh, you I don't think when a these... lot of us will be making that. I know, but I'm just saying the problem is these dates do catch up. Like, remember when they they filmed the TV show UFO and it was set in the future of the 1980s where everyone had gullwing cars and and mandarin suits and all that and people had purple wigs and we were on a moon base, you know. And even even Blade Runner with surpassed Blade Runner's timeline. That was one of the questions I wrote today for the Starburst round in the Fab Cafe quiz. You should do some of them questions for I've got them here, break out in an emergency, yeah. Yeah, go on, do one then. Well, this was, when was the futuristic science fiction classic Blade Runner set? A, four years from now, B, 40 years from now, or C, four years ago? Nah. Yeah, it's four years ago, 2019 it was set. There you go. Yeah. Actually, I shouldn't have said that out loud, should I? No, because you primed the... Uh, I you, gave you, it away, gave didn't it away. I? I gave it away. Yeah, if Dan said we'd gone past it, it wouldn't have been... Yeah, this is why I don't host the quiz at Fab Cafe, you know, because I'd be reading it out and going, oh, I'm not sure if that's right. I think it's this. Yeah, I'd yeah. be fucking correcting it while well, yeah, I was doing when it. When was it released? 1982, that film? Yes. And so... Oof. It wasn't long enough, you see. No. This is a thing. If I'm, if I was, I'm not criticizing people, but if I, if I wrote something and it was set in the future, it'd be definitely outside our lifetimes, so that nobody in ten years' time can go, "Ha, you were so wrong about this." It's 2023 now. What have we got from Blade Runner? We've got. I often, look, I often stare up in awe. Well, Atari's fucked. Oh. Atari. The game company? Yeah, they are What were they much. doing? Well, they, were dead. they had lit up illuminated signs on every street. Them, they did. They but those like illuminated it. signs now are popping up around the cities all over the country, aren't they? I love them. Oh, I do, yeah, but not Atari. Them. It's like Pan Am. I'll never bore them. They've not gone bump, but they're, just, they're not big anymore, are they? Huge. And then in America and Tokyo, they've got those amazing 3D ones. Have you seen those? No. I tell you, the, the that stuff, that Tokyo is the city of the future. I need to go. I'm desperate to go. It's one of the few places on earth I've not been that I'm desperate to go. Everybody who's been freaks out and tells me, it's amazing, it'll blow your mind. It's like a sci-fi adventure going there. And the pro- I think, though, you've got you've to learn some Japanese, though, to get by. 
you can't just go there doing what we do in uh, European countries, just going talking English and getting annoyed if people don't speak English. You know, yeah. it's supposedly really difficult. But yeah, you, then they've got all them dispensers. You can buy anything from a bloody dispenser there, even dodgy stuff. Like what? Like, well, used underwear. I couldn't believe that. Is that real, though? Yeah, that's like real. No, no, they, they, there are dispenser units where you can buy used underwear. What about clean you underwear? Know? Well, I don't know. Who's I'm it for? That. Is it to wear? Well, it's not for people who, who... It's obviously for people who are a bit like used underwear, like sniffing used underwear. It, women's, I'm assuming. Because, kind of, yeah. I can't see it being women buying used men's underwear because uh, it's always the other way around. Men doing something disgusting like that. I'm not mocking my. I'm not knocking my own gender, but we do have a certain way of behaviour which le- is less than uh, admirable at times. Right. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's uh, thank those guys for emailing in. That's awesome, isn't it? I think so. That's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Please, please keep in touch. And Steve Logan is uh, is on, and he says, "I'm. I think War of the Worlds is up there in my top five albums. The films were okay as well. I like the 1950s one, but you are right. We have a friend in. Um, we couldn't believe this because for some reason I thought War of the Worlds is just huge here, so it must be huge in America. We've got a mate in Las Vegas, and we brought up oh Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds, and he hadn't heard of it, had he? No, no. He hadn't heard of it. Didn't know. And he's a massive sci-fi fan. So we had to, we got him a copy on vinyl and sent it, sent it there. Have you heard back off him yet? Uh, Oh yeah, he sent an email thanking me for, for uh, thanking all of us for sending it. Has he listened to it Has he sat down with it yet? I don't know. I will have to, I will have to ask him. I mean, I agree with, uh, who was the the email from? Simon? Yeah. Stephen? um, Logan? What was his name again? Uh, Steve Logan. Steve Logan. Yeah, yes. I agree with him. It is. It surpasses all the movies. But you know what's got me there? When someone says that and he says it's in my top five albums, it makes me think, well, what are them other four then? Come on. He can email back. Yeah. yeah. Let us know. Let us know. I'm I'm curious. And uh, Lewis Edwards is already talking about EO saying, I thought the film was amazing and it was robbed at the awards. Um, um, I'll read more of what he says later. Yes. But it's definitely worth talking about. And uh, Julie B says hello. And we've got Mo from the Weird Wide World in Starburst magazine, he writes that. And he's saying he'd like to share thanks and appreciation for you guys giving me the opportunity to write for the magazine. He doesn't have to say that. It's a it's a pleasure. It's a fantastic column, that. Anybody who hasn't hasn't uh, read it, you need to read it. It's, it's not just really crazy, wacky conspiracy theory stuff. There's some really interesting science in there. Like the, I won't give away one. The, he does a clever trick with the last one that I won't. I won't say. You've got to read it in the mag, and when you're you're about five minutes into reading it, he pulls a bit of a trick on you, and it's really good. And, it, and me saying that doesn't ruin it. Having the opportunity, yeah. arguable, yeah. Like he's he's happy. He's having the opportunity to write about weird topics that he's been yes. fascinated with his whole life. It's a true joy. First contact with aliens, time travel, as the rise of AI. It's a dream come true. I thought it'd be interesting to send you guys an email and get your thoughts and opinions on some. 
some of the weird and wonderful things out there. Here is my first weird bit of the week. Did you know that Steven Spielberg had a strange encounter at the White House when he showed E.T. back there in 1982? People like the First Lady, Justice of the Supreme Court, astronauts and other high-standing government officials all watched an early screening. After it had finished, according to Spielberg, President Reagan thanked him for bringing E.T. to the White House. He then looked around the room and said to everyone, there are a number of people in this room who know that everything on that screen is absolutely true. Spielberg is adamant that the president didn't say it in a jokey way. He was dead serious, but the crowd awkwardly laughed it off as a joke. What do you guys think about the whole alien UFO topic? Sceptical or convinced the evidence seems to be mounting that there is something going on? Apologies for the length of the email. Hope you have a good night. Mo, that's all right. It's a good email. That with nice proton one. mail. With what? Proton, proton mail. I don't even know if that's true. No, I don't either. Sent by proton mail. Secure email. Probably would be because he knows what he's doing. Well, I remember a recent interview with, well, it can't be that recent, it was with Barack Obama, uh, Stephen Colbert. Yeah. Interviewed him, sat down with him, and uh, he said, so, aliens, do they exist? Tell me. And uh, Barack Obama said, uh, you know I can't speak about any of that stuff. Yeah. And Colbert went, so that's a yes then. Uh, and uh, Barack Obama just maintained his call. Cool just shook his head and said, no, he's not getting involved in it. UFOs? Any UFOs? Did you ask about that? Certainly asked about it. And? Can't tell you. Sorry. Okay. All right, I'll take that as a yes. Because if there were none, you'd say there was none, right? (laughs) You just played your hand. I thought you were a poker player. You just 100% showed your river card. Feel feel free to think that. I do. <laughs> Can UFOs. I say it used to be that UFOs was the uh, and, and uh, what is it Roswell was the biggest conspiracy? Yeah. And now that seems so tame. Wouldn't wouldn't say a word, uh, but it was a very convincing yes. I he's having a w- laugh without saying anything. He's just having a laugh though, isn't he? No. I mean, he's sort of like teasing, teasing no. you, isn't he? No, 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 no. I believed him. I can't see Obama as a tin hat wearing. Um, well, it's not tin hat when you've seen when person. you've seen evidence yourself, and we've seen we we look the UFOs are real. That's confirmed now. Whether they contain ex- extraterrestrials inside, that's still up for debate. Well, they're unidentified but, flying objects. That that yeah that means that they you don't know what they are. Yes. It doesn't mean they're not Earth based. It doesn't mean that they are from another planet. It just means that we don't know what they are. Yes, and the military don't know what they are. Yeah. The, the technology far exceeds any uh, technology known right now. So, yeah, it's it's uh, very, very interesting to me, all this uh, this subject. No, no, I know. It's, uh, I, I absolutely love it. I just, I, I just can't. Uh, I, I wish I had some proof i wish i saw something i i I wish i don't believe in ghosts because i've never seen one you know yeah but if one walks in here now and does something i'm a true believer i just want a tiny tiny bit of evidence but we have been to the extraterrestrial highway a lot a lot more than most people and we've been to the little alien we've been to rachel we've been to the gates of area 51 and we have seen weird government behavior people in weird vans parked up definitely last time there was one that we it just didn't look like a sanitation vehicle it said it was something like an air purification or or water purification treatment 
thing and it it just didn't look like that it looked like it was what it was someone it's, sat in it keeping an eye on it's us it's a very very eerie place out there very desolate and i think oh, that yeah. uh, the area 51 the black gate that you can travel up to mm. i mean you've got to go down a couple of a uh, couple of miles worth of dirt roads to get to the black gate but it's suspiciously unmanned it is it's basically a decoy gate oh yeah this is where the tourists can go it's there's fair warnings. Do not cross this line. Yeah. You you will be shot, uh, and, and you can walk under the gate. It's well, not well, got barbed it. wire. No, nope. it's not got. You know, you can walk under there and carry on. We it's did nothing it. stopping. We you. did it and had a quick quick photo op. Shouldn't be admitting that on here. But why? <laughs> I don't know. Send the men in black. Well, they might be. You if we're not know. on next week, yeah, you know what's happened. I I did. I, I would have loved to have gone down there and seen what was behind that. Uh, you'd be walking for, for hours. I've seen some footage of people who've gone in four befores and gone round the gate and just drove down the road, and they get so far and then loads of people turn up yeah. armed and Louis suggest they bugger off. Yeah, there's an episode of Louis Theroux when he goes out to Area 51. Yeah, uh, with a with a, with a guide, and he gets to bl- the Black Gate like we've been to. Yeah. And then he says, you know, what would happen if we go a little further? And the the tour guide with him, he was like, no, I, I don't think that's wise. And he did. Mm. Louis threw with his cameraman. He put he popped he he he, put, he popped over there, carried on walking, climbed he climbed a hill. And I remember there's just a shot of a, a convoy mm. of uh, SUVs in the distance, oh, yeah. heading his way. Yeah, I've seen that. And then the footage stops, and he never refers to what happens again. So clearly they confiscated all his footage. Oh yeah, and uh, told him not to not to say a word. But it's but weird he, he's never but he mentioned left, it. He left that bit in. Oh yeah. So you can basically fill in the gaps. He he, he was on safe ground though, right? I mean, we we could go through there, and something happens to us, and we all disappear, and then people back here wonder where we are, but they just never see us again. But he he was never going to get locked up in some. Secure facilities. From the, he was representing the BBC. You can't just disappear someone like that. Well, they didn't know that at the time, though, did they? When they when he pops up on in their their little um, uh, maps. So maybe the real Louis Farouk is still there, and this this, yeah. this is a, some clone or something they sent back in his place. Yeah, he's a That's lot, why he's he's a lot not... more serious now. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah, and yeah. would the old Louis through? Uh, he's a lot more serious. He just did that uh, flipping song a year or two ago, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, my What's it called? Jiggle, jiggle. Oh. My money doesn't jiggle, jiggle. It oh, folds. God. Oh, God. He did it with that chicken shop lady who, whose oh, name God, I'm blanking I don't know on. about that. No? Well, perhaps we can <laughs> put it here. My money don't jiggle, jiggle. Folds. I'd like to see you wiggle, wiggle, for sure. It makes me want to dribble, dribble, you know. Riding in my fear, you really have to see it. Six feet two in a compact, no slack. But luckily the seats go back. I got a knack to relax in my mind. Sitting some red, red wine. Well, they've only just started penetrating the UK. Okay, um, that's thrown me off. That I don't, I don't. What I'm trying to analyse what the, all these are from. Well, I, I, I know who, I know who said them. Right. I definitely know who said him. No! No! Yeah, I remember that one. Any more emails? Oh, 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 that was really good. 
Do it again, please. No, no more emails at the moment, though. Okay. We'll, we'll have some for after the break, though. They'll come. I always have faith. We've got we've got time for a bit more news, I think. A bit more news? We yeah. haven't done any. Well, there you go. Yeah. Let's try some. Yeah. Well, See what it's all about. I think that little soundbite there mm. was uh, me doing my Jabba the Hutt impression. It certainly was. My impromptu Jabba the Hutt impression. It was. From about 12 years ago. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we got some. Star Wars news. So we've from, got a segue. From today. Yes. Donald Glover reveals that talks are still ongoing, revolving around him reprising his role as Lando Calrissian okay. in a Lando TV series. Oh, right. Yeah. Says uh, he's, he's fi- they're figuring it out just now. Yeah. So uh, maybe we'll get some more news at Star Wars Celebration this this weekend. Because they're going to drop all the latest announcements, what films we've got to, to look forward to getting cancelled before yeah. <laughs> before they well yeah get out of the development stage. No, I'm I'm being I'm being silly. I'm sure that they've been learning from yeah. their mistakes. If Not, only we knew someone who was going there who could report back to us. Yes. Well, all the news will be finished by the time we get there. We are going there. <laughs> we are yeah. going. We're well, technically we there. can bring we're the there. full report. Yeah. Next week on the show, though, can't we? Yeah. yeah. Shall we record some stuff while we're there? We can do. Might yeah. as well. Yeah. Record a few segments. We'll record our interviews with uh, all the cast of all the films. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. So hopefully they'll announce that this weekend, uh, maybe, because uh, they announced it about, why well, is it about three years ago now, and it's not moved forward. That's it. Well, nothing ever jumped, seems to. And I think then they jumped the gun on that one. Yeah, nothing ever seems to. Everything at the moment, there's that much arguing over there with Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy, and Bob Iger. Uh, it's it's hard to keep up with what's gone on. I mean, effectively, there was a you've had within the space of two very very short period of time, the old CEO who replaced Iger got. Ousted in the. Why did he go, by the way? Do you t- have- I know why he went, exactly why okay. he went, because it wasn't going right. Things were not turning out right. And the. Not just was, in the Star Wars camp, no, right? No, no, whole- this is Marvel and Star Wars, yes. all as one. And he decided, bollocks to it, I can't, I can't watch this anymore, and literally forced him out, took his old job back, and then started to try to get things whipped into shape. At the moment, if, if the reports that are coming out over the Indiana Jones film, uh, that is the major bone of contention. Is it literally having a battle with Kathleen Kennedy over that? Because he saw it and he wasn't happy one little bit and he's made them reshoot most of the film. At the moment, there's people who've seen it, who've watched a second showing of it and as much as 30% of the footage has been altered and changed. They're busy reshooting re-sh- loads of stuff uh, against green screen with stuntmen, and he's just seriously pissed off. So you've got that. You've got the, the well, things uh, that he's not happy about. Before we with, move away from Marvel, Indy 5. Yeah, well. Quantumania he, he wasn't happy with as well. Right. The, it's performance rather than what was in it. He's just, so that's why she went. Um, Alonso, is it? What's her name? The F- FX. Yeah, yeah. Head. She, the, she went. Uh, she got canned that, as a literal um, casualty of that. So Iger is basically trying to save 
the Star Wars franchise and make sure Marvel gets back on track to bring in those big billion dollar movies in, you know, but... Why would then this week, if Indy 5 is in that much trouble, mm. and that's got a June 30th release date, yeah. giving them, you know, a little bit of time to make tweaks and Still here and there. Still not a lot long though, is it? No. I and wouldn't like that pressure. No, well it gets worse. Mm. This week they announced that it, Indy 5 mm. will be debuting at the Cannes Film Festival. Yes, I saw that. May 18th. May 18th, I yeah. saw that announcement, yeah. That's in five weeks' time, yeah, yeah. five, six weeks' time. It'll be ready. What will it be like? Who knows? The big thing was the ending got leaked, the original ending. That's what he was furious about, and they've redone the entire thing. The The, the entire film is different now. It's got a different, a different focal point to it and they've cut down Phoebe Waller-Bridge quite considerably from it and he was upset because he thought that Harrison Ford wasn't in the film enough and that's what the argument was about so it's got to work its way out and we'll see it and Mangold has made that I really enjoyed his Wolverine film I Logan. really enjoyed it yeah uh, the, well, the, you know the other one, the Wolverine. The Wolverine. I thought that was great, except for the ending, Wolverine. and you could tell that was studio saying, "Please put a giant robot in here." But it was a, it's great. So he's capable of handling an iconic character. He definitely is. But mm. you know, then then you you think, oh, I miss I miss Spielberg and Lucas working together. I know a lot of people didn't like Crystal Skull, but I still thought that had their little bit of charm to it. I thought they were still working well in that. I love that film. You can't say that out loud, though. You get the Why, the internet been, has a go. We've been saying it out loud on this mm. show for twelve years, so mm. I, I don't. I agree still like with that it when all. it comes on. That's fine. Still, it's I got, still it's love got it. plenty of fans. Don't worry about it. It's just a, there's there's a lot of vocal people. They're quite willing to just shit all over it for oh, reasons they, they that they I've, I've, yeah. still, I've still never figured out. It's herd mentality. They, yeah. they, they hear someone taking the mickey out of it and this playful taking the mickey out of a film and then there's when you get a bee in your bonnet and you just got to keep crucifying it and that has happened to that film. I mean, I'd say playful is like the pitch meetings that type of humour, where, yeah, they have a bit of a laugh at some of the incredulous stuff in some of these films, but they're not really out to ruin the film, you know what I mean? Because they know that some people still are fans of it. Yeah, sure. Know. Yeah. So, yeah, the, uh, what, but what does he think about the, the animated fare, like the the pure Disney output? He's, Is he happy with that? Oh, they, at the moment, he's not happy with anything at the moment. Things are not making enough money at Disney. And he's he's having a lot of problems because they've got the political battle going on with um, DeSantis, the governor of Florida. They he had to he outwitted them. They took away their special. You know, they were a country within a country with their own rules and regulations, and they ended the special classification of it. But Disney put it all in a trust, so no one can actually impose laws on it, and it's the trust reverts back and the and Florida can start to issue laws that affect its tax and how it's run. Do you mean Disney World yeah, itself? Hundred, yeah. About 100 years' time, yeah. They took, they took Disney. It's always been a separate country. 
they, 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 Walt Disney agreed to that. He said, I will spend all this money and build Epcot, build Disney, build all this, but I want this area of land to be ex- excluded from US law. I want to be able to run it myself and tax uh, run the taxation, all that stuff myself, so that I can provide my own fire service, my own police force, my own stuff. And that's why the Don't Say Gay bill, Disney back, went mad about that, going, that's a horrible thing to bring in. What an awful rule. You're not allowed to mention gay or trans people in the schoolroom. And DeSantis um, was annoyed that they kicked back and were actively promoting an LGBTQ agenda. So he said, right, I'm going to strip you of that special status. And he did, but they'd already put it in a trust, which is two fingers up to him. So legally, he still can't put taxes on them or or stop them running their own police force and fire service and all the rest of it. So it's a hell of a story. It's, a, it's, a, it's crazy what's been going on. So Disney, Bob Iger, he came back because everything was just... Yeah, that was one of the main reasons he came back to fight off DeSantis and make sure that Disney still retained its special status as that area of land. And, um, you know, because it couldn't be, you know, anywhere else, you could, the government can just go, right, I want um, I want this property that your house is on. I'm compulsory purchasing it under eminent domain and they can just put it up for sale market value bulldoze it, build whatever they want there and just give you the check for whatever market rate is. It doesn't matter if all your parents are buried there and it's your home, it's been in your land, in your uh, family for generations. So he said he did, Walt Disney said, I'll build this, but I want it to be our own Disneyland, literally our own little country, so that you can't just come along and decide you're going to turn it into something else and, and bulldoze half of Disney. So it's always been a bone of contention. And so when you hear these um, things about people not being paid enough there, they aren't. They don't have to go along with the, you know, the minimum wage and stuff. Sometimes they can get around that. They can pay whatever. Sometimes they have people working there and they treat accommodation they give them as part of the wage, ah, which yes. they shouldn't do. Mm. Really, you can't just do that here i can't just pay give someone a flat and go right well you get all the flats so now you're working for two pound an hour it's but like, disney can do that now they're right or wrong of that and i'm not gonna get into on. yeah exactly oh yeah yeah there's that as well this dog costume yeah i know or whatever goofy is is yeah. he a dog pluto's the dog i definitely know I, what the fuck is goofy what, what yeah. is goofy i don't know what he is and goofy can talk pluto's the dog pluto can't talk though no what's up with him well he's a dog for starters I mean you are expecting a he's knocking around with a fucking talking duck yeah there we go see I don't I've never understood the rules with all this I mean and and you've got so I mean Donald Duck you can't really say he's had elocution lessons either you know I mean he's not exactly easy to understand is he well he's got that big beak in fact is he and a chubby tongue. Yeah. He's changed over the years. He used to look a lot more like a duck. Is he now still he wearing a nappy? No, it's not a nappy, that is. Isn't it? it? That's just his. It's his, his white. His, his flesh. Fluffy so bump. he's got a shirt yeah. and uh, just. Yeah, like a waistcoat on, thing. Nothing on his bottom. Say, it looks like a sailor costume. It's, it's creepy. It's weird. I've got one out of that machine at the Pinball Hall of Fame that was made, you know, where you make the plastic figure. 
Uh, Got one of them. Yeah, it's probably going to take a little bit more dis- description than that. Right, they used to be, uh, Disney made these machines, they were at Disneyland and they turned up at certain places that you can't see them anywhere, but there are two of them at what the Pinball Hall of Fame, 1950s, I yeah. think, and you were able to have your a toy made. So it's not that crazy, but at the time it must have been amazing because it just... It's got two moulds, and you see the moulds come together, and it pour plastic into it, and it makes the toy in front of you. Then it deposits it down there, and then if you don't touch it for two minutes, you don't get your fingers burnt. <laughs> and it's and it's perfectly <laughs> I fine. Why you don't see them around anymore? Yeah, yeah. It's just got warnings on it all over, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah don't yeah. touch. I think you you're slightly better off with a fucking three D printer, really, aren't you? You know, talking to Disney. Uh, they uh, announced that Moana is getting the live-action treatment. Oh, There's boy. pretty much nothing left okay. of their animated classics that okay. isn't heading to the live-action uh, world. But Dwayne The Rock Johnson is is heavily involved yeah. in this one because he... Oh, he's heavily involved in everything, he isn't is, he, at the yes, moment? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I oh, hope he God. doesn't fall out with anyone on uh, on this because, again, this not really your franchise, buddy boy. Is it? No. 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 He's in it, and it means it's it's special to him because of the cultural heritage and uh, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, I get that part of it, you know, and that's why he... But he ain't the main character in this. What about Moana? So he released this video announcing it all this this week, you know, and it's him front and centre. But what what about Moana? Wouldn't it have been nice to introduce who's going to be playing Moana in in this movie, you know? No. It's... he seems like a nice guy. I've been I always watching. thought he did, yeah. I'm on season two of Young Rock, and in that he comes across as a... As, and he would, because he's playing a, a highly idealised version of himself. Yeah, it's a fairy so tale I, version. Yeah, and it, he, he would be sort of behaving himself in that, wouldn't he? But he does, he does fucking have an ego, doesn't he? I mean, he must have an ego. I mean, what he did with Black Adam, I mean, going round the, his own bosses heads to go to the big bosses and, and demand Henry Cavill back. And then Cavill comes back and then Cavill announces, I'm back as Superman and it's all great. And then he gets sacked. I mean, it's just, oh God, you yeah. know, if I were Cavill, I, I'd be so fucking pissed off with, with The Rock. Yeah, definitely. Because he made a fool out of him. I know. They made an absolute fool out of him, didn't he? Yep. When they, you know. It's didn't just... he quit Witcher for that? He did no. Oh, he I'm not said, going to have time said, to do Witcher now. He said that they weren't being true to the source material. Right. Oh God, what a dickhead! You know what I mean. Hey, I, I, I didn't say that about Cavill. He seems quite a nice man. Lame. A little bit, I guess. Sometimes. Yeah. He, he used. To, he's a better person than he was. He's a better person than he was. He seems all right now in interviews. Well, he, he came out with across. that dickish thing, didn't he, years back, saying oh, that he. The, he you know, this Me Too uh, era has oh, made boy. it really difficult for the people, people like me, yep. who cannot go to a bar now and just just chat someone up. Yep. You've got to be worried. Oh, have you? You've got to be worried, have oh, you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, bless you. And then, and then he decided to... So painful to, for he, men, isn't it? He decided to then explain that he wasn't going to apologise anymore for making lots of money. He said, I'm in it for one thing and one thing only. I want to fly first class. That's why I'm doing this. <laughs> that was in an interview. Yeah, that was in yeah, one of his first interviews. 
that I'm sure his manager read it and went, ooh, you know, what's he doing? Yeah. What an absolute... So I was like that. I mean, my God, her off the Bing, Big Bang Theory, Kaylee Cuoco, she was going out with him and, and got rid of him, like, at exactly the time that that interview came out. She jacked him the same week. Right. I'm not saying they're connected, but he, she booted him to the curb that week when that interview came out in GQ magazine. So there you go. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Right. Superman. Henry Cavill definitely exudes big dick energy. And to make it even better, I'm 99% sure he's actually big. I'm weak just thinking about it. Should we have some music, I, I think? I think that'd be a good idea, that. Yeah. yeah, definitely, because, you know, you can end up... Crazy. ...if you don't get enough uh, rest in between segments. Right, we're, that doesn't even make sense. See, see get, listen to this one, you'll like this. Get yeah, my own head on. Oh, that's fr- that's a new one. There is a new one. That's from last week. Yeah. Oh. Let's, let's see. There you wow, go. Wow, so this is fully updated. Oh, it's, it's, got, it's got the good gear on this. It really You won't has. need me anymore. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I mean, there's a lot of admissions, you know. I'm a Cody fiend. And you've got, um, yeah, it's just got good stuff. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I like that one. That's one of my favourites, that. Right, put away your toy now. Back in the Stop cinemas. it. You don't like this one, but this is one of my favourites. We've all been, been back in the cinemas. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I like I that. I was having it's, a mental breakdown. It's good. It's very good. Right, we'll be back right after this, and we're going to stop messing about and actually do a show. I listen to FabRadioInternational.com Starburst Radio, talking bollocks since 2011. Those hands are playing the strangest musical instrument in the world. The only instrument that is not touched by hands. You ask for it. Hello and welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And we're taking emails at studio at fabradiointernational.com. I'll just have a look what uh, what's coming. And it's Ed, Ed Fortune. Hey. He's saying, Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds is one of the, one of the things I heard as a kid that made me a sci-fi fan. Yeah. Find the parallels between folklore and alien uh, abduction stories fascinating. He says, sent using stolen alien technology. Um <laughs> And Ed says, missed the start of the show. I gather the, D- the D&D is doing better than uh, one Hasbro Wizards of the Coast expected. And honestly, I hope they run with it and make more. Well, we're going to be reviewing that after. Owl Bears for the win. Looking forward to the Joe Mangan... I can never pronounce his name. Mangala. Mangalio D&D documentary. I know who he means then. We get, but he does give us an answer. Goofy is a goofy. Oh. But he is also a, a dog. Oh. Pluto is a different sort of dog. Donald Duck in the 2017 DuckTales is voiced by Donald Glover. When his speech is fixed, it's a fun bit. Oh. Yeah, off to celebration on Sunday. Looking forward to it. Oh, he's going. He's going as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Christian Jones says, Hello, chats. Great to have you back making our Wednesdays less woeful. See, that's a... Oh, I can't can't find it in time. What? Can't find what? The woeful. 
Oh, Mike, I've come got on. one. I've got yeah. it here. See, but, but give give me a week, and I'll know where every single one of these is, and it'll be it'll be so slick. It'll be you'll you'll be surprised. So you got a woeful button. I've got a woeful button. Woeful. There you go. See if I could have done it that quick. Woeful. There you go. This is Jason Statham. It's time to shine. There you go. Did all. you mean to press that one? No, that was on purpose. For, it's just random for no reason. Um, he's saying, great to have you back making our Wednesdays less. Woeful. Uh, going back to last week's topic of opening off. titles that the esteemed Lewis Edwards raised. Esteemed, Lewis, mm. you've been esteemed. Um, when it comes to TV, one of the best currently has to be Star Trek Strange New Worlds. It's like the original US covers of the James Blish adaptations animated. And isn't it great to have an episodic series? Absolutely it is. I love that. That is the best thing to come out of New Trek. Um, that review, you know, it renewed my faith in it because I hate Discovery. Hate it. I think it's crap. It's not even Star Trek. I won't ever be rewatching that. It's it's abysmal and it ruins the canon of all the other shows as well. Whereas Strange New Worlds, it's it's easier to accept that as in the same universe as the other shows before it. What do you think of the uh, newly announced show this week, Starfleet um, Academy? That's a long answer. That one. It's basically been around for. Oh, just trying to think now. Uh, Star Trek, um, The Undiscovered Country, when that film was being made, originally that was going to be the early adventures of Captain Kirk and all of them at Starfleet Academy. Yeah. And that was what that was. It was a Starfleet Academy film. It got shit-canned at the last minute and they convinced Leonard Nimoy to come back and direct Star Trek VI and Nicholas Mayer and they, they wrote um, The Undiscovered Country and ended the... That's the six-episode run ended of the original crew. It was nearly made then. It keeps resurfacing time and time again. Now, I don't know whether this is just going to be Starfleet Academy with completely new characters or is it going to be early versions of some characters that we already know, and this is where they got trained? Is it is it going to be Kirk, Spock, and Bones at Starfleet Academy? No, I don't where, think so. You know. uh, I mean, details are quite thin on the ground, but they've just made it official this week, haven't they? But I think this is a new cast of characters. Maybe legacy yeah. ones will would pop in from time to time. I should imagine that's a possibility. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, new new cast, mm. new cast of recruits. It, it makes more sense, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. You, oh, yeah, it does, got, definitely. You've got less chance of contradicting some 50, 60 years of um, chronology because that's the problem with this canon stuff. You don't know when they are... Um, when they're going to accidentally you know, say something. something yeah. yeah, when you're setting something at that period, it's you've not only you've got the original series and then you've also got all the movies and you can't say anything that contradicts some point in in it i mean they have contradicted quite a lot along the way accidentally you know but yeah he's he's right in saying this though christian jones about they it's nice to have an episodic one and he's also happy that it even though it he says he hates investing 10 hours or 12 hours on a, a series that ends on a cliffhanger and it's it's nice when you're watching strange new worlds it has a little cliffhanger at the end but you can just watch it as one series or you can watch individual episodes and just dip in and out it's what it's 
a bit of a breath of fresh air. There is an arc, but it's not essential. It's like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's kind of like that. Yeah, the complete and, episodes, complete yeah. stories within the episode. Yeah, yeah. But this Starfleet Academy film, yeah, it was... Uh, they, everybody was up for it, and then they just... They didn't want to take a gamble on it, and so that's why they talked all the original casting to coming back for one last film. And they mention it time and time again, but it's only been mentioned in past history that it would be a prequel. Yeah. Now, if they're going to do it like, you know, I don't know if they're just going to do it like the adventures of, of Starfleet. Like, you could do it like the Jedi Academy or whatever, couldn't you, with new Jedi that you've never heard of or whatever. They, these sort of things work. Absolutely. Yeah. They work. It's a good idea. And as long as they keep it, and they, they, if, it depends where they set it, you can have cameos, can't you? Of course, yeah, because you know you could set it somewhere, and and uh, they could be uh, Picard Day, and he comes and visits. Oh, depending on what happens at the end of season three of Picard, but he can set it a pot if he does cark it at the end of that. Not series. long to go now. Well, it's three Before episodes. You find out. Yeah, God, it's good. I'm suspecting there's going to be a very, very, very crowd-pleasing reveal. I, this is just me watching it. I've not heard rumours. I'm just watching the series. There's a ship in a hangar that Geordie's got. And it's the, the, she's the, his daughter's like, oh, don't you think we could use that? And he's going, no, no, it's not, not, not yet, and changes the subject. So I wonder what that is. I've got my theory what that is. And if it is what I think it is then it's going to go down really well. Right. It's going to be a real big... You'll hear all about it the day after. It'll be all over Twitter. And they'll be going mad. Do you want to say what your theory is? I think it's the Enterprise D. I right. think it's the one from Star Trek, The Next Generation. Yeah. It, even though it blew up and the saucer section was recovered and they, I think he's rebuilt it. Yeah. And I think that's going to be the end. I think the final episode, that's going to be what they saved the day in. And... Uh, that will be, to say that will be a crowd pleaser. <laughs> People will freak out. Well, I'm excited. Yeah, very good show. That um, don't know if you've been watching it, Mister Jones, but it's a very, uh, very good show. Oh, Starbursts, Christian Jones, absolutely yeah. will be. He'll, yes. he'll be all over that. Yeah, it's, it's yes, very good. Oh, someone else has emailed in over Goofy. Machete Ralph says, "I guy Goofy is surely a goat." Due to Disney alliteration rules, Pluto is a puppy, before you ask. Can we get a Borg drone or board now for old time's sake? I'll have to work on that. I was old, you know, black organic prism in last week's show. Part <laughs> Sif hologram, part Hellraiser puzzle <laughs> box. I don't think I listen properly. <laughs> Sent from my Mupple phone, he says. Oh, Another dear. one with a Mupple phone. Yeah. So oh, is Machete oh, Ralph in oh, this Ed other Gold. universe as well? I don't know. Wow. Okay. Ed got something wrong. He said it, it wasn't Donald Glover in DuckTales. It was Don Cheadle. Too many Dons. Right. Hey, he's put us right. We're not giving any uh, duff information out there. Hey, Don Cheadle's cool as well. Yeah. Still stands. Absolutely. Oh, I... I can see you reaching for the buttons and it's scaring no, me. No, 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 no. I'm I am going to provide a a request that's just been put forward if I can find it. Okay. Is, if right. I can yeah, I've got it. Right. So Bog drone. Do you remember that? I do, it goes through me. 
It's good though, isn't it? That's Starburst Shona. It is there. Mm. Yeah, I like that a lot. I'll tell her when I see her tonight that she's been resurrected as well through the power of technology. Oh, God. Yeah. It's good. What do you want to do now? It's Play a... with your machine more? No, no, no. This is the last one now. This is the last one. This is another request, you see. It's not my okay. fault. I'm just giving... Bored now! There you go. You've got a load of them. Horrible. The Shaunanator. Yes. Do you have any on there? Well, it's hard doing it to yourself, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, of course it is. Right. Maybe I'll... It's, it's easier to judge... Maybe I'll construct my Iconator. You I can judge what you've done is funny, but it's hard to judge yourself as funny because you never think of yourself as being funny, even when you are being funny. Well, none of, I mean. none of those were, tra- don't have were trying ego. to be funny. I know that's why it's funny. But I don't know when I'm being funny or not funny. I have no idea, do I? People don't. You never know yourself until you hear it back or someone else comments. It's very difficult. Right. This is why people generally, they don't, uh, they have somebody else. Like, what's it, the the producers of Tell Them Steve, Dave, that are not them guys. It's somebody else cutting bits together and putting clips in and all that. Oh, I I don't know. I've not listened to it in years. Well, They've got a producer now, have they? they? Of course they have, yeah. All right. But, uh, Why don't uh, we have a producer? Because Can you all tell? Yeah. You're giving well, it you produce it, don't you? Really? Well, I assume so, yeah. yeah. But well, it'd be nice if there was someone just out there that wouldn't have just taken care of it all. Would have uh, been fired years ago. Yeah, no. This is it, isn't it? Yeah. Another radio station we used to work for. We left to start a breakaway radio station, didn't we? Yeah, we did. So we're part of the revolution. Mm. Right, what now? That's to celebrate this winning the revolution. Right, okay. There you go. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, are you done now? Yeah, I'm good now. Yeah, I'm all right now. Uh, Building on from John Wick last week. Yeah. All the John Wick talk. Yes. Now, John Wick 5 may be uh, a ways off. If if they ever do it, but immediately, mm. I know it. Yeah, I know, but we can't say anything. I know. Yeah, uh, there was t- there was talk immediately after they saw the box office of John Wick no. Chapter Four. I'm sure, yeah. and then went, oh well, maybe mm. they will be a John Wick Five. Uh, Don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, but we have got official. I mean, that's all just hearsay. I, I I'm I I think they'll stick to what Keanu Reeves said before that movie came out. He said, yeah. we're going to give him a little bit of a rest now, John Wick. Well, careful. see, I can't say, but, but officially, I think it'd be a shame. Officially. Given, given the way things play out in the film, I think it'd be a shame if you undid some things and produced another one. Yeah. We know he's going to turn up in Ballerina, and this is this is what this very brief piece of news is, uh, is who, about. Who knows when that's set? It could yes, be two uh, years, I, three years ago. I think I read before we went to see Chapter Four that it was Ballerina was going to be set uh, between three and four. Yeah, I think. Mm. Uh, anyway, we've got that. That's locked in now for next summer. That's the next summer release, Ballerina, and a DR mass. Makes you wonder what is. Uh, the motivation, done it really, when you think about it. What, what do you mean? For doing a John Wick five. Oh, it's stuck. Oh, no. 
It's stuck. Can you believe that? I can. It's I, stuck. I, I don't want to talk over your buttons, it's so I can see then. you moving. Yeah, it's stuck. Right, there was. Well, was there a punchline then? Yeah. Were you lead? Was. You were leading up to something. I'd already done it. It was. I wonder what the motivation could possibly be. And what was the motivation? It's stuck again. Oh, I think that neck. file must be stuck. Must be wonky. Do you want to tell anybody? It was just going to say. It, it, well, I've got. Yeah, I've, oh, let's oh, do boy. this. I've got um, this is a backup. I've got a backup anyway. Have you? Because uh, I've actually got two of them. Because oh, um, please email in and rescue us. It's going to get better. It will be so slick soon. Okay. It will be. It's only taken twelve years, but you know, it's a um, it's the one that Martin wasn't very keen on me using. Right. Because I used to do it when uh, he'd start to advertise stuff. Kaching. Yeah. <laughs> But I've actually got the real sound. That's it. Right. That's what I was trying to do. I wonder what the motivations for John Wick 5 are. There you go. Yeah. It's a bit shit now because I've gone through all that tortuous it was tech, tech torture there. Awful. Yes. Yeah. Anna de Armas. Yes. Right. And that's easy for you to say. It is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Now, with her being this ballerina assassin character, it's almost like they've just seen her in that amazing sequence. Even you liked it. Oh, yeah. In um, No Time to Die. No Time to Die. She was the best thing about that film. There's a 20-minute sequence where it's her kicking butt alongside Bond, and even Bond's impressed, isn't he? Oh, yeah. If he'd have run off and married her. I would have been, yeah, yeah, I get that, yeah. Not the the wet blanket he ended up with. And then there was very briefly talk of her getting her own Bond spin-off. Oh, they always is. Yeah, always is. They dragged their heels, nothing happened, and now she's been cast uh, in this John Wick spin-off. So she can't do that other one now, can she? I love Eon Productions. And the broccolis, and I'm very grateful, especially Cubby Broccoli and and uh, all them films are w- wonderful. But let's face it, right? They've only fucking made that and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's that's it. They don't do anything else. Every single time one of these films comes out, I'll, t- I'll tell you when uh, before because you talk about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. This sort of syndrome where someone uh, people take the piss or have a go out of film and they reinvent history yeah and there's certain films this has happened to crystal skulls one it take, took a fortune at the box office but some people were moaning and then the internet over two or three years has rewritten it as this disaster whatever no it was it wasn't a flop it did really well and people were enjoying it yeah yeah and they did the same thing with batman forever the Batman Returns failed miserably at the box office. They, people didn't like that that second one. Well, now it's oh, it's a masterpiece. You know, it's, it wasn't seen that way, and people were disappointed with Tim Burton's second Batman film. They were now they've they've redone history, and now it's this opus magnus. But at the time, people were weren't that happy with it, including me. And Batman Forever, when that came out with Val Kilmer, that was a box office bonanza for them. It took way more than the second one. It took more than Tim Burton's original did all right. But then, because of Batman and Robin, 
they just not they've lumped that film in with the other one and any and the those two from Tim Burton's were were amazing Batman films and the other two were where the whole thing went wrong wrong that's not what happened the third one was a massive hit and everyone loved it at the time the same thing is um, Die Another Day James Bond film that at the time was the biggest box office take of a James Bond film so far in this series. It was a massive hit. And what did they say straight after it? You probably will remember, but there was um, the woman who cries a lot, Halle Berry. She was uh, playing Jinx, a CIA operative in it, yeah? Yes. And they do a a sort of a sexually gratifying scene where she comes out of the water and all the water's clinging to her. She's got this bikini on, and it's supposed to be her doing the same thing as in Doctor No. Yes. When Ursula Andress comes Mm -hmm. out. And this was, I think, the 30th or 25th anniversary. It was was an anniversary of Bond, this one. And uh, they even had a scene where he was with the new Q that was then played by John Cleese for two films. And he was looking through Q's stuff and he had all the gadgets from the old movies there going through them all. And that film, straight away, it was The Adventures of Jinx. They started it. The minute the film took that amount of money, they were talking about the CIA operative Jinx in this spin-off. And and even then, I was cynical and I was, yeah, they won't do that. They won't make that film. They won't make it. The, uh, and they the, did it again with her, Anna Diarmas. Yes. Oh, we got to get Brenda. No, then. And Money Penny in yeah, the movie, yeah. the movie before, because it, it yeah. was Naomi uh, Harris. Harris. Yeah, yeah. She went down a storm, didn't she? She's very as, popular as, in the role. Uh, yeah, yeah. it's uh, one that, of the biggest problems they've got bringing the the series back because you ended up with they like Ralph Fiennes as as M. He went down well. The standout was the guy as Q. Um, what's his face? Ben Whishaw. Yeah, Ben Whishaw was great as Q. People loved it, and they loved her as as Money Penny. And that now they've gone and did the stupid ending that they went with. That they've now got to undo somehow and figure out how they can get those characters in that film again. The next one, but with a reboot of Bond, but they're still playing them characters. So it's a bit of a mess. But she she could have easily done a film. They could have had her as a secret agent. She's not a secretary, you know. She's actually M's bodyguard. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I didn't. Yeah, know she's that. not. The, is, the secretary thing is a is a front. Yeah. She's actually M's bodyguard. Is that in the movies? It's it's hinted at in the books, and it is in the Dynamite comic adaptations. There we go. She right. is. She is the money penny in modern Bond is M's bodyguard. She's a highly trained killer that is there to protect M. So there's loads of story there. Loads of story you could do with it. Modern money penny squandered. Um, and even the name Money Penny as a movie, people would do, they'd probably go and see it, providing you got across the fact that it's not the Money Penny that was in the early movies that was just going, "Oh, James!" every time he he flirted with her as he wandered past her in the office, you know. Oh, James! Oh, James! Oh, James! 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 Oh, James! Oh, James! No, it's a great brand, that. Yeah, great I know. title. Yeah, absolutely. But, oh, no, they're, they're in a mess with that. I'm just so sick of this. Every time they do a, film, a Bond film and it takes some money, they instantly go to whatever woman was 
his, his um, love interest or sidekick in it, and they go, oh, well, we're going to do a spin-off. And, no, you're not. Yeah, they can talk the talk, but they can't no. walk the walk. Yeah, they won't. They, 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 do you know what? They don't want to gamble because a Bond movie will make money. They'll put it out, and a certain amount of people will go and see it. And if they do something else, it may it may backfire. And and they're worried because they've got they don't make anything else. How many studios do you know that only make one thing like that? Yeah. They, I mean, not I'm not I mean I'm not talking about like Blumhouse that only do horror. I'm talking about imagine that Blumhouse only did one horror franchise. They ju- just did uh, countless. Paranormal activities, yeah, yeah. Just so that. every single yeah, film that's is, all a, they made. is a camera yeah. recording sheets being pulled yeah. off you in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they're constantly terrified that people will get fed up with this franchise. And when they do get fed up with this franchise, their studio's fucked. What, what studio was this again? It's Eon, it's um, Barbara Broccoli's oh, funny, family. Funny that you should yeah. mention that, because it, weren't you going to talk about um, a movie, EO? Yes. So... There's Might your, as well do it now. Yeah. Right. Well, they we've also got an, an email earlier oh, right, about okay. that, so I can I'll put. Lewis was talking about it. The thing is, it I saw a trailer for this film a while ago. It, it came out at Cannes and it did so well. It got a standing ovation, and it's about a donkey called Eo, and this donkey uh, is in a circus and. There's certain aspects still where it's being a bit abused and not really cared for. This is Disney. It's not a Disney film, this, no. <laughs> is it animated? Uh, no, it's not. It's right. not. It's a, it is a Swedish-Polish co-production, which is why it, it wasn't eligible to go in the foreign films category at the Oscars. If it had gone in, I think this film would have won hands down. It's one of the best films I've seen in many, many years. It's a, a foreign movie. It's, um, it's, up, it's right up there with the best of them that I've ever seen. And... It's amazing. It's just the story of the donkey, but it's told in such a heartwarming, moving way that you actually feel like you are on this journey with this creature. You get the the way they film the donkey, the the eyes, the warmth. The you feel like you're sharing the emotions of this. They they film it really well. It's just so well done. The cinematography is amazing. It's it's right up there with like Infinity Pool. Was uh, I was in awe at some of the cinematography in that. Oh, yeah. This is just as good. It's got scenes that are just beautiful to look at, and the story's great. You get so swept up in the welfare of this donkey because what happens is the they make it illegal to have donkeys in the circus. So they come along, these guys, and go, right, sorry, we're going to have to take your donkey away because you're not having donkey and then you see this camel being dragged off and then the donkey's going and, and poor Rio is, is the woman he does the acts with loves him and she is a really nice person and she's heartbroken that the donkey's been taken away and Eo has dreams about her and stuff and you get and all this donkey the donkey has a bond with this woman and all this donkey needs for happiness is to be with this woman and there's some scenes when they're separated where the donkey's making the 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 sort of noises the donkey makes when it's in distress and and it's heartbreaking really some of the stuff that's in it 
and you follow the journey of this donkey all the way. You get vignettes of the people that he, and he encounters along the way. So you see the best of humanity, you see the worst of humanity, you see what it's like. It's the closest thing you could get to imagining being at the receiving end of how badly we treat animals. I mean, it is. It make no bones about it. You watch this and then afterwards you you are like, oh, shit. You're looking at what's on your dinner plate and going, oh, you know, uh, I get it. I get it. I totally get why See, people we did, we care. We didn't talk about pet care. Again, he's getting all his requests. I would hope a donkey isn't a domestic pet, though, because it's not going to... I don't think there's very many of us who've got a garden big enough for a donkey, have we? But, you know, anyway, I don't want to go on too long because we're getting up to quarter two, and that gives us a nice quarter of an hour that we can talk about um, Dungeons Dungeons and and Dragons Dragons. and not rush like we had to last week. Oh, yeah, our our nine-minute review. I know, know. it was hardly Uh, (laughs) in-depth. Oh, I liked it. He didn't. That was about all we got to. (laughs) Bye bye. Yeah, bye. See you later. Yeah. So we're going to do that proper. But I just say, please, on a recommendation, me and Lewis Edwards, our our fine friend there, who's emailed in over this. He was saying um, it's been haunting me ever since I've seen it in the best possible way, and that is the word. It haunted me last night before I went to bed. I was not. I felt uneasy last night, and I woke up a bit odd. I mean, that's a good film, yeah. a, a film that can do that. It is a good film. You cannot watch this film and not be affected by it. If you are, if you do watch this film and you're not affected by it, I, I've, good God, you must have a heart of stone because it, I don't know anybody personally that I know that would sit through it and not get swept away with with the way it is. It's just, it tells a story. It's amazing. EO, it's out on Blu-ray now. I don't know where else. It may turn up on Mubi, is it? You can get it for free right now on the BFI app. Don't forget, it's a seven-day free trial, so you can fire that up right now and watch it there. All right. Or you can buy it for nine ninety-nine from your uh, Apple. Yeah, okay. Yep. Well, that's And good. you can rent it from May 15th. Yeah. And Digitally. the Blu-ray is amazing. The the transfer on it is and great. Is the that an official region region two BBFC. It is yes. Oh yeah. okay. Yeah, right. BFI. I think it is excellent. And it's amazing quality. So if you think you, I can't see you not loving this film. It's just objectively a fantastic movie. You know. Anyway, that's my recommendation for of EO. So uh, just before we get Watch into. Your my, it's a face it's a full blown five Excellent. and it's a stringent big big um, another recommendation yeah it's been a good year so far for the yeah. show there's been some very good films there's been some terrible films but we don't dwell on them we have a look at uh, some of the some of the good stuff but <clears throat> but we have um we've got a film to talk about now and then the run up to it there's been so many attempts at doing dungeons and dragons I used to play it as a kid. Ed is an expert on it, and Ed Fortune, and I used to love playing it. I played a variation called Tunnels and Trolls with my mates. We had a good time, me and my mate Brian, we used to play that. So it was an obvious thing that they would... Everyone's been saying this should be a Dungeons & Dragons film. So you've had the TV show, which was an animated cartoon. Now, a lot of people like that, but it wasn't... 
hardcore. It was just a fun animated TV show. People wanted to see the sort of adventures that you were having in the game come to life. And they had a go in 2000, was it? With Jeremy Irons, that one. It sounds about right, but I haven't got the dates in front it, of me. Sorry. It was so... Let me have a look. Apocalyptically dreary, that film. And it made me think, don't bother making a Dungeons & Dragons film. It'll never live up to what you're expecting. And, I, and if someone had said to me, what do you want out of it? Do you want a comedy? I'd say, well, not really, no. Do you do you want a dead serious, violent, like Conan the Barbarian type story? Probably not. I didn't really know what I wanted out of one. If you said to me, "Go, what's the perfect Dungeons & Dragons movie? I'd say, well, I haven't seen anything like that, really. I mean, even stuff like Game of Thrones is probably more serious than, than that. House of the Dragon, they've got fantasy elements. Lord of the Rings is is uh, was the inspiration for the Dungeons & Dragons game. I mean, that's the closest you've had to real-life stuff because that's got orcs and goblins and all them fantasy creatures in it so i don't know it was 2000 by the way yeah the jeremy Irons and i version. don't know if you remember that film but oh god it was so slow and so dull 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 as dishwater and there was hardly any there wasn't even much fan service in it either if, if you were a dungeons and dragons fan i don't know i don't know more than me but i i can't remember much about it and then you said to me, I, it, it, I knew this film was coming up, and then you said to me, oh, have you seen the trailer for this? And I watched the trailer, and I was really excited. That, so was, that was a great trailer, wasn't it? It sold it to me. The, the first trailer sold it to me. I, I thought, do you know what? This is actually seems to have the right approach. Yeah. Yeah. So we both went to the Everyman Theatre in Manchester, and we saw it, didn't we? which is a fantastic theatre. If you live in Manchester, you must go to the Everyman because it's cool. It's, it's gorgeous. Yes, lovely French curved cinema screen, lovely uh, boutique-type little cinemas, and uh, you you can have your food. You're not a big fan of that, but everyone what, was eating, what, eating what? in the big cinema. Big fan of what? Food? Having food. Bit in of Kentucky <laughs> Fried Chicken and some pizzas while you're watching the well, film. Well, this is... This is um... It's been around for a long time in the States, hasn't it? With yeah. your Alamo draft house. Yeah. Draft houses. They serve food while you eat, yeah. eat, while you watch your movie. Yeah. You press a button and the waiter comes over yeah. and that. But isn't that more distractive, distracting than someone putting their feet up or chewing a bit of popcorn loudly? You've got the smells of all this food drifting about. You've got waiters running back and forth. Now, I've never liked the sound of that, to be honest. And every man is the only place that I think I've ever been that does that. But everyone seemed to get their tea in quite early, you know, through the trailers, they finished, they through finished, the adverts. They pretty much finished their hot dogs by the time the, the, the film started. Yeah. And there was about yeah. seven seven yeah. members of staff yeah. running around collecting oh, all these I, orders. My it goodness. Was, it was staff heavy, that place. Yeah. So you were you weren't waiting for anything. So we when the movie see, started, people yeah. I, I didn't even notice people eating. No, I didn't. So all no. my worries and fears were uh, yeah uh, were, were gone. I thought of you when I saw all the food turning <laughs> up. I thought, oh, he's gonna hate this, but yeah, it turned out all right. No, didn't that it? that does uh, that does wind me up. Yeah, yeah. You can't like it, surely. I d- I find eating distracting anyway. I wouldn't. I you wouldn't know. eat in the dark at home. 
No, well, I never thought about it being in the dark, but no, you're, you're right. Cause there's big the, sticky there's burger. That, there's that ex- dining experience at Vegas where you, it's dining in the dark. You're blindfolded and the room is completely... You put put in a room and then the blindfold's out don't and the get room's it. completely dark and the, the waiters have night vision goggles I don't get and it. you're given a meal that you don't know what it is. Yeah. I know. I need to see what's going in my mouth. So crazy that, isn't it? Yeah. But the but it it was um, it's a great cinema. You need to go. Manchester deserves that. It's it's great that it's got it. And yeah, I like it. It's got a lovely little bar as well, so you can go go there early, a bit an hour before the film starts. Get a drink. Get get the bike to eat then, and then you can go in there and watch it. It's only got about what about forty seats in the in each cinema in there they're very small aren't they they're quite intimate yeah yeah so but yeah going into this movie I was unlike you I'm completely unfamiliar mm. with Dungeons and Dragons I remember when I was young I always wanted to get into it but I never had anyone to play with yeah so you know I, I, all I could do was stare at that gorgeous red box yeah and uh, and 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 pine for it, you know, and pine for friends to uh, come and uh, also engage in in this in this stuff. But well, alas, you know, there's a lot of arguing as well. It's not all it's cracked up to be. I mean, we were always falling out every five minutes, you know. It's um, you can Is my character really dead? Oh, can't we have another roll of that day? No, he's dead. Go on, honestly. You, you My knowledge of, of, of this entire franchise is probably uh, down to uh, Ed Fortune and reading his material in the in the magazine. Yeah, well, he you knows. Know. I mean, what he doesn't know about this is yeah. not worth knowing. I mean, he, he knows the history. He knows the, the everything about it. And know? I also want to know more about this Wizards of the Coast debacle as well. Mm. I was talking to someone over the weekend about that because they they own Dungeons and Dragons, yes. and I think the gist is. Mm. that they have decided they want a piece of the pie with all these YouTubers that yep. are playing Dungeons & Dragons. Is this correct? Yes, that's correct. They're, yeah. they're um, broadcasting their, their games. Yes. And they want a bit of uh, kickback. Yeah, they, which it's is something like that. Disgraceful. It's, it's something about some people online. Say, for example, Dungeons & Dragons, I write... How you write them is simple. You, If you're doing a campaign, it's as simple as you draw a series of rooms and put numbers on them, and then you write a thing at the side and go, here's a rough storyline, and then you put what's in each room, yeah? And then that's you as a dungeon master, and then they go in the room and you go, oh, right, you've just walked in this room and there's a chest there, it could be booby-trapped, they go up and have a look, there's a monster there. So then I'll call that, say, Castle's Keep or something like that, and then I'll put that online and share it, you know? And sometimes some people have done that and made them and put them online, and charge maybe two or three quid, you know, for admin for it or whatever. And they're kind of saying, yeah, if you're doing that, you're making money out of our game doing that, which is wasn't what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be more of a community mm-hmm. aspect. You were encouraged to, to get involved, yeah, and do that by them. And now all of a sudden they've decided because of YouTube, all oh, right, so people are making fucking thousands of pounds out of this now, not just 10 quid here, 10 quid there. I I don't know where I stand on it. I think I think it's a bit much to move the goalpost just because you see people making a living out of... I mean, surely 
if they're on YouTube playing Dungeons and Dragons, that's a great thing for you anyway, is it not? It's, it's advertising the game. Of course it is. Yeah. So why do you want 50 quid here or a percentage of the YouTube revenue? I don't know what they want. The Ed will know more than me, but it was a big he'll, argument. He'll, he'll clear it up. Ed, can yeah. you send us uh, an email on it this yeah. week? We'll read it out next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll follow will. it up. We certainly will. But you don't need to know anything about the existing property. No, when you go into this movie, because it 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 trans transports you to a brand new land. You yeah. don't need to be familiar with any aspects of it. Nothing. It will be in equal parts familiar and strange. Yeah, but you're acclimatized to it yeah. immediately. Yeah, it's one of those things as well where yeah, I think you touched on it before. It has a great sense of humor about itself, which for oh, yeah. fantasy is quite unusual. It is. Lord of the Rings, yes, you've got hobbits and or whatever they called in and that new, comedy new thing, moments, the, the, but the Twiggy people that you were talking about the oh, other the other day. That, um, that. There's, oh, there's no comedy in that film. In, in that, that series, series not right. in that. There's comedy okay. in, but in, in the actual film. In Jackson's, there yeah, is. Yeah, but there's a little bit. But holy the, shit! But overall, that <laughs> universe is quite serious, isn't it? Yes, it is. And it in is. Game of Thrones, very serious. Very serious. Dungeons and Dragons, not at all. This no, is the no, closest romp, thing to... Uh, it is a romp. It's a romp. Yeah. And there'll be surprises in, in every frame, in every scene, in every location. You never know what you're going to get. And I think the closest you can compare it to is Star Wars in that respect. Because mm. these are all brand new, brand new lands. Yeah. And populated by imaginative creatures and... Oh, yeah. uh, 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 at every turn, they 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 could await and, and often you get does an a I- surprise. Yeah. You get an idea, but there's an owl bear in it. You'd not see. You didn't know what an owl bear is. No, but, I did but not. You no. you got the gist. Oh, it's a big mythical creature that's a body and it's got an owl. It's a bear's body and a, an owl's head. And you and that to you, you thought, well, that's dead cool. And I thought, oh, there's an owl bear. Right? Exactly. A real owl bear. Everybody yeah. was winning watching yeah. this film. I feel a little bit bad oh. for. Uh, Sophia Lillis, though, mm. like I saw a bus today, yeah, where I was popping out getting my lunch, and it had the Dungeons and Dragons uh, across the side of it, and it had the entire cast, apart from Sophia Lillis. Why? Because they just stuck the owl bear version of her on there instead. Yeah, fucking kidding. I'm not. Me. I'm oh, not you're joking. It was every. It oh was Pine. God. It was uh, Michelle Rodriguez. And it was a monster Hugh Grant. It was the uh, yeah Justin yeah. Smith. Oh, you're kidding me! And even the oh, prince character, oh god, who's not in it that 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 much, is he? No. And even oh, he's shit. there, and the only one missing is her. Oh, and uh, yeah, they just stuck that uh, owl bear on instead, which uh, she must. I can only imagine if she saw that. I mean, maybe all the posters are like this, and now I'm only noticing because now I've seen it. I know how important yeah, she is the to the. Who, she's the only one who can change into other creatures. So therefore, you know, they, I suppose they couldn't do it to anybody else. But I don't know why they'd do that. I don't know why they'd not have her on there because she's an interesting looking character anyway. She's got the pointy ears and the hair and the look, and she looks interesting anyway. You don't yeah. need to put stick and owl bear on there. She was in that um, Netflix series. She was in it, wasn't mm. she? Yeah. And then she was in that Netflix series, which was really good, but then got canned. Yeah. I'm I'm not okay with this, it mm. was called. Yeah. And she was... Oh, lady. I thought you were really not okay with this then. Oh, on her behalf, yeah. I'm livid. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
And thinking about it, I reckon all the posters are like that. But I'll have to go and check after. But I just noticed it on this bloody bus. I just can't believe that she... You'd think she'd be furious about that, wouldn't you? Well, but what can she do? Nothing. No, I know. Yeah, it was a Netflix series and she played a young girl who was just super... Superpowers were just uh, starting to manifest in her. And she was learning how to control them. Right. And then, if you hadn't seen it within... Two weeks, Netflix just pulled the plug and said, oh, no, we're not doing any more of that, even though it ended on a gigantic cliffhanger. I'm sorry. Christian Jones doesn't like cliffhangers, sorry. right? Oh, but no. how about a cliffhanger no. to a show that's Listen, not going to continue? Me and you have been burnt a lot Criminal. with this, and it's annoying. I'm a veteran of this because all the stuff I was watching in the 80s, they always got cancelled. Always, so it's nothing. I got punched up from it, and then I took it for granted when Netflix started going, yeah, you can have five seasons guaranteed of this, that, and the other. And I got spoiled for a while, didn't we? We were in a sort of utopia, weren't we? And then suddenly, over the last two years, fuck me, the honeymoon is over. Netflix, they are just getting rid of stuff left, right, and centre. Prime are doing it as well. Prime used to be another one you could rely on. Do you know what? I'll give credit where credit's due. Apple TV. If you're watching an Apple TV show, you've got every chance of getting to the end of the story arc. There was news today that Apple TV's new show, uh, it's called The Big Prize Door. Right. And it's about a machine that turns up in this small town Yeah. that if you put a few coins in it, it's like a vintage arcade game slash Zoltar thing. Yeah. It will tell you what your ideal life's purpose was what a fantastic idea and so people get this ticket and it says you should have been a, a champion ice skater and oh, it puts shit. people on on a path and and then there's suddenly there's queues round the block oh that's amazing and it's all about this one dude played by chris o'dowd who really does not want yeah. to know he doesn't want to use the, he, he yeah, says yeah. i'm fine i've got everything i need um, yeah. you know and he's he's not ri- he's not rich he's he's got he's got a bit, he's got a family he's, i'm fine i'm contented and i think it's about that pull yeah whether to know what comes from knowing this timeline have you seen what time it is no i haven't it's 10 o'clock oh boy oh god sorry yeah to everybody right. yeah. but the news was that started this week. They've already yeah. announced that that's getting a season two, and I thought yeah. that would be one of the most un- unlikely shows to be funded in a, in the long term. But Apple, there again, they, Apple. I can't price yeah. them enough. Keep so it going, I guys. Guess we've just got to say scores. I mean, me, I say it's four stars. A barnstorming movie, really fun. A lot of fun. Four stars from me as well. Yeah. Highly recommended. But it's a good, solid four stars. It's yep. not a weak one. It's a fucking Loved great it. film. Really is. Roll on too. Yeah. So anyway, that that's it for this week. And uh, we'll be back. In the meantime, I've been Mike. He's been Chris. And we will see you next week. of history to be found in the legends of time all the handiworks remain only the dream away 
to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m. until 10 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Henry Cavill, I love you with your glowing skin and your perfect face and the beautiful curls in your hair. I just want to hug you because you are the love of my life. Henry Cavill could destroy my body and my life and all I'd say is, so does tomorrow work for you too. Henry Cavill can destroy me like legit. He can Superman this hoe. I would let Henry Cavill split me in half 